thanks again for joining me for another edition of March 4th with Mike Bauman. I, of course, am your host, Mike Bauman, whoever you are, wherever you are listening from. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast. If you're a returning listener, I greatly appreciate your continued love and support. And if you're a brand new listener of the show, man, thank you so much for hopping aboard that pirate ship. You can follow me on Instagram at March 4th Pod, on Twitter at Mike V. Bauman. The host site is March4th.podbean.com. My link tree with all of my stuff is in the podcast description. Y'all made it here, so you found me somehow. And I truly appreciate each and every one of you checking out another edition of the March 4th with Mike Bauman podcast. That makes a baker's dozen for me. That If you guys get that reference, you're awesome. Um, shout out to Bears, SNL, Chris Farley, I love you. Everybody, I am really excited because the holidays are upon us. This is truly the most wonderful time. It really is, though. I love Christmas. I love Thanksgiving. Probably Christmas. No, not probably. Definitely Christmas more. Christmas is my favorite holiday of the year. I've always loved it since I was a kid. Um, I don't like driving in the snow as an adult, but I loved it as a kid growing up in the Midwest and Ohio. In fact, if it didn't snow on Christmas, it was a little bit depressing. Um, But Thanksgiving is great, too. I'm a Lions fan, and even though, uh, you know, the Lions, it's uh, it's always, you start out the year optimistic, and then you just kind of settle into reality, which is, uh, okay, we're going to be fair to Midland, maybe fair to Midland. But I will say, I like the direction they're going under uh, with, with head coach Dan Campbell. I love the draft picks that they've made, so I'm really excited for them going forward. But I say all that to say we always watch the Lions on Thanksgiving, get a chance to catch up with family and friends going back home to Ohio. It's always a beautiful thing, man. I, it, it's, it's the little things in life. The older that you get, you realize how important family is, how important friends are, how important it is to spend time with your loved ones and to make sure that you are you know, keeping in touch with, with the people you care about and the people who care about you. And, and uh, I know I need to do a better job of that. I go into my hermit modes 100%. And that's something that I, I need to do a better job of is reaching out to people and staying connected people. I definitely go into my cave and just kind of go into podcast mode, you know, exercise, you know, just just stay stay up in my head too much. And I know I need to get out in the real world a little bit more, man. But uh, but yeah, for all of you out there, this is just a message of just, you know, like I always say, keep the faith and be kind to one another. Echoes of my grandfather. Um, it's a great time of the year, man, and it's a time when we're reminded of how, how you know, grateful we, we really need to be for all the wonderful people that we have in our life. Because at the end of the day, man, there's a lot of people out there chasing money, chasing material possessions. I've been guilty of it in my life. I've got like 20 pairs of shoes. Nobody needs 20 pairs of shoes, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, and there's a, pe- there's a lot of people who have a lot more than that, so I definitely don't have an addiction or anything. And, you know, and we work hard for our money. You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't feel guilty to to spend your money on the things that you want. But at the same time, the older that I get, especially being in my mid thirties now, I'm I'm way more focused on, you know, spending my money on experiences over things, travel, um, you know, like again, like this, going home to see family, going, going down to Florida to see the set of parents that I have down there, taking trips, going to concerts, going to new places, living in the state of Tennessee, man. There's a lot of beautiful state parks. There's a lot of great nature, even though it's not a real big state. It's a very beautiful state. So using my money for things like that. But but at the end of the day, I think this season, if, if anything else, it's just a reminder of how, how lucky we all are to have the people in our lives that we do. And even if you can, can only count on one hand the amount of people that you would you go to bat for, they go to bat for you. To me, it's better to have five rider dies than a hundred people who are acquaintances who, who aren't going to be there for you if you really need them or aren't going to respond back to your text or your call in a timely manner and, and aren't going to show up for you when when the going gets tough and are only going to be there to to celebrate when when you've achieved something. You know, having people there for the highs and the lows those those are the real ones, man. And those are the, those are the people that I have in my life, man. Like. I can count on two hands the people that I would take a bullet for who I know would take a bullet for me, and that's all I need, man. I'm 34, and I'd rather keep my circle small uh, with people who are loyal, who I love, who I know love me, and um, are going to be there for me just like I'm going to be there for them, man. So just be grateful. It's a long way of me saying just be grateful. No matter whether you're up, down right now, whether life has kicked you in the teeth, whether you're riding a bunch of waves of successes and it's just victory after victory after victory just remember to keep that perspective of 
stay an even keel through it all. Don't get too big-headed when things are going your way, and don't get down in the dumps when things don't go your way because at the end of the day, that old quote, and some people might think it's cheesy, I think it's a setback, is a setup for a comeback, and it's true, man. The, the things that you go through at the time that seem really horrible, whether it's a breakup, whether it's whether it's death, whether it's, um, you know, emotional things and, and, you know, work stress, whatever it is, man, relationship stress, like all those things are really teachable moments if you if you take the time to learn the lesson. And one thing that I'm trying to do more of is spend a little bit more time in silence, too. I think there's a lot of answers that come in silence. And, and I'm guilty, too, of being on my phone a lot, listening to, you know, and I love music. Like, I listen to music all the time. I listen to podcasts. I, I have a, a little speaker that I use when I take a shower so I can listen to podcasts and music. And, and, and but, but then there's times where I'm like, man, you know, I've always got so much stimulus all the time. I've always got input, 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 input. And sometimes you just need that silence, you know, whether it's getting out in nature or just meditating, like those are things that I need to practice more of because I really feel like the answers come in the silence. There, there's, there's so much, there's so much noise and, and really it's getting away from the noise and tuning out the noise. You know what I'm saying? So just be grateful, y'all. It's a beautiful time of the year. It's, it's a great time to give. Uh, we should give every, you know, as much as we can all the time, but I, I think that's a great thing about this season too is there's a lot of like if you're into charity work, there's a lot of charities that will match your donations because it is such a, 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 you know, a time of year where people are remembering um, you know, how grateful they are. So, again, um, support your local organizations, whatever they may be. Um, but it's a great time of year to give. If you've got clothes in your closet you haven't worn in a while, think about donating those to a local shelter, you know, so that somebody who needs to go on a job interview, if you have those pants that you know are just collecting dust in your closet, but they'd be some nice slacks for a dude who's trying to get back on his feet and get his life together, and he would look good in an interview with them. Think about that kind of stuff, man, because trust me, I'm thinking about it. I got a ton of crap that I don't wear anymore, and I'm like, what am I doing with all this stuff, you know? What am I doing with all of it? So anyway, I hope that everybody is doing well, and again, if you're not, I'm right there with you. I have my struggles, have my good days, have my bad days, but the important thing is that we just remember, like I said, just count your blessings. When life gets tough, just remember there are always people who love you. There are always people who care about you. And love yourself. Be good to yourself. That's another reminder, too. So it's a great time of the year. And actually, this this was a, a really special episode for me, speaking of staying connected and being grateful. I'm really grateful, and I've said it numerous times, but just the amount of really awesome, talented, down-to-earth people I've been able to connect with as I've gotten back into this podcast over the last couple of years. And it's been such a cool over two and a half year journey now since I've been doing it consistently uh, once the apocalypse happened with the pandemic and um, getting on Instagram and, and being able to, to connect with a lot of different people. I've always been an old man, like I'm 34, but my soul is like 78. My soul is like Gandalf, you know what I'm saying? I'm just an old bearded man wandering in the snow and his thoughts. Um, that is so lame to say, but it's true. Uh, but yeah, so I, I got out of my cave and I got on Instagram in, in 2020 and um, it's just opened me up to a lot of really cool people. And this dude is one of those people. He is none other than Colton Ramey, a.k.a. Bad Mentality, and that's bad spelled with a V instead of an A. That's his music name that he goes by. And Colton and I got in touch right around this time, I think a year ago. He came on my podcast the first time under the previous musical project, uh, the, the duo he was part of. And then he broke off and did his solo thing under Bad Mentality, and I had him on again before the end of the year when his single with Bad Mentality, I believe it was his debut single with Bad Mentality, Too Late, when that came out last December, I believe. And then um, I remember not long after that happened, and I dropped the episode, and he hooked me up with John Mark McKenna. Shout out John Mark McKenna um, to do a really cool visual for my podcast playlist because I wanted to put a playlist together of all of the the artists that I've had on my show just to showcase their talents and stuff. It's on Spotify. Again, you can find all that in my uh, my link tree if you want to check it out. But uh, but yeah, so he hooked me up with him, and and then all of a sudden, um, I didn't see Colton's uh, or Colton's social media anymore. His social media was gone. Uh, I tried to get a hold of him, and I didn't hear back from him. And, and so of course I was worried. I'm like, man, is this dude okay? Like he just had this single. He just hooked me up with this dude who's really cool, and John, who who I've also had on this podcast. Shout out Temples US, um, shout out Charlie Mike. I digress, but um, 
it was just, I, I was just like, man, I hope everything's okay. You know, cause that's your first thought is I just hope this dude's all right. I hope everything's cool. And as it turns out, everything is cool. Uh, and as you guys will hear in this podcast, uh, I don't want to give too much away in the, in the beginning here, but he stepped away for very good reasons. Uh, he stepped away from social media and stepped away from, from music and um, resurfaced this year, dropped a couple of singles, a couple of new singles, the latest of which is Forget You with Bipolar, which at the time of recording the intro and close of this, it just came out at the end of October, and it's already over 80,000 streams on Spotify. It's crazy how well it's doing, and I'm, and I'm so happy for Colton. But uh, it was good to catch up with him, man, you know, with, with new music coming out. Um, he's done some shows. I believe the one he's got at the end of this week down in Florida is sold out, I think, already. If not, hit him up and see if you can still get ticks and get in. But, uh, but yeah, it, it, was, it was cool to catch up with him and just to know that everything's okay. And it was great to, to, to talk to him about all the wonderful things happening in his life. And, and like I said, the success of his latest single, Forget You with Bipolar, is, is, is really awesome to see. So it was great to catch up with this dude and get him back on the podcast before the end of 2021 with all the music and things he's working on. So without further ado, I'm going to show my big yapper and give you guys my conversation with Colton Ramey, a.k.a. Bad Mentality. Here it is. <laughs> Colton, it's nice to have you back on, man. Just like we were talking before I officially hit record. It's uh, awesome to see you back at it um, after after a, a little bit of time away, which we'll get into. But uh, as of recording this, Forget You is the latest single with Bipolar. It's already got almost 6,000 streams in the first week since it came out on October 21st. So I'm excited for you, man. Thank you for coming back on. Yeah, dude, actually, uh, side note, it actually is, like, really close in on now on almost 10. Um, over, over, uh, on the back end. All yeah, it's almost at 10,000. Oh, sweet, sweet. No, just on Spotify. The, yeah, it's so weird. Like, I've been noticing, like, it, like, hiccups from, like, it updates, like, once every other day on the regular Spotify app. But on the artist app, I'm actually basically closed in on 10K. Uh, by midnight, it'll hit 10K in the first week. Dude, that's awesome. Congratulations, man. I love the way that one came out. And um, you've, you know, you've been busy since you've been back at it. You released my Novocaine on my birthday, actually, March 4th. Um, and then you followed that up with with bad intentions with ascendance, which was heavier and, and also kind of had it had more of a hip hop vibe to it in some of the verses, which I really liked in August before Forget You came out. And then obviously too late that was the last time we talked and, and that one's almost at 22,000 streams. I think the last time I saw on Spotify. So, yep. so just, just talk to me and the people a little bit, man, about, uh, about what you've been up to. Cause I know um, I can share this cause I, 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 well, I think what's cool to share is you've, you've become a father. So congratulations, but what's it been like man? last time we talked, it's been um, almost a year and I know there's been a lot that's happened, but What's it just been like just being a dad and, and now getting to the point of putting out new music and everything, man? That's that's a lot. Yeah, it's, it's been definitely one of the most challenging things in my entire life. I mean, like, you learn to become, uh, like we were talking before the podcast a little bit, like one of the most selfless uh, human beings in the entire world because a individual, like a little creature, is <laughs> this is a weird way to say it, but... A little creature is just so dependent on everything in its life on you. And uh, you have to really just stop. And, like, everything you do, like, it, it takes a backseat. And uh, especially when you find out you're going to be a parent. And uh, when I grew up, I wasn't really, like, a planned child. And so, like, I didn't have any, like, support like, a, like I wish I would have had. You know, I really wanted to change that, becoming a father. And so... I like put a pause on everything and uh, I went MIA from music, from everything, my social life. And I just worked, 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 worked to put as much money in our pockets as possible for everything you would ever need. And um, after I started to like get pretty much like double and enough caught up, I started working back on music. And um, I basically had like in my free downtime where I had nothing, absolutely nothing I could be doing no way to make money because it's too late or middle night hours. I was like recording music. And so I had like an arsenal of stuff that's kind of ready when I was ready to start, uh, to start pushing. So, um, 
earlier this year I dropped that song you said and uh, middle of summer I dropped another one and we just dropped uh, Forget You and now we are uh, dropping three days after this podcast airs we're dropping another song and we played a few shows in the in-between recently and just kind of just trying to keep it all together I guess um, and like figure out how to like balance everything it's one of the most challenging things you'll ever do but it's one of the most rewarding things and before I became a father I always thought that was like the most cliche thing that every parent says like, oh it's the most rewarding thing and like, I just don't understand until I become a parent what that really meant and like seeing him do things like sitting up and like at three months old almost and like trying to sit up and like hold his own bottle and like seeing him develop and grow and laugh from like being this like five pound three week early little baby was just like insane to me <laughs> but it's it's really cool uh really hard uh it's like the hardest thing like i said i've ever done in my life though uh, so much time to put into something and not enough hours for everything else around it but pretty cool <laughs> i guess yeah man congrats again my mom always told me that too she's like the hardest thing you'll ever do is is raise a child um and she had three two years apart all of us were two years apart I still don't know how her and my mom, her and my dad did it, man. Um, like at one point, my sister was one, I was three, and my brother was five. And I'm just like, how the heck did they pull that off, man? But um, I have no idea how people do that. I, after having one, I can like I can't fathom having like a screaming baby and then like a tantruming toddler. <laughs> like I don't know how people have the patience to do that, but like it's, it's <laughs> you know, like that's why I say moms are like superheroes you know like stay-at-home moms are like superheroes my girlfriend is like the biggest like patient saint superwoman i've ever met in my life i don't know how she does it yeah dude that's that's awesome and i'm and i'm sure it's you you realize what your capacity to love is i'm sure when you when you have a child like it's it's one thing to be in a romantic relationship and the the power and the emotions that come with that when when two people fall in love but then when you when you create a life together like you said you were laughing a little bit when you said a little creature but that's what it is it's like holy shnikes this is it's like it's magic it's still crazy to me that women can just like create humanity it's it's nuts they they really are like yeah it's so funny she said that literally word for word the other day she's like it's so weird that we can literally like make these things that's <laughs> like i don't know why that just like hit me in a different way and made sense but it did. And I was like, oh, yeah, it is really freaking weird that we can just like populate the earth ourselves. <laughs> like we didn't, it just, they it, it, it just grow. <laughs> well, I'm glad, I'm glad he's healthy and I'm glad you guys are healthy and going, going well, man. Um, Cause I, I know one thing that we were talking about the jump that we can get into a little bit, like and you just touched on it just now a little bit. It's just um, taking a break from, from social media. And, um, and I know I wasn't the only one that was, a little concerned just because when with, like we were talking about when somebody goes completely dark you're like gosh i hope everything's okay you know what i mean and and i hate that my mind goes to the worst place all the time you know what i mean but i was just like nope everything's cool man and um it turns out you are cool but but can you just talk a little bit more about that decision um you know you put out too late and and then find out you're gonna be a dad like you said you just you just go into a as LeBron James would say, zero dark 30 mode, right? You're just like, Hey, I got to focus on stocking up money, making yeah. me and the girl are good so we can get ready for this, for this baby. Right. Yeah, man. I mean, like, so growing up, I was raised by my grandparents majority of my life, which I'm extremely, I have like a strong amount of gratitude for because like they didn't have to, you know, like, and so when my girlfriend when my girlfriend and I found out we were like pregnant, you know, uh, my mom like worked three full time jobs just to like try to even take care of me, but like didn't have the time to take care of a newborn. So my grandparents stepped in, and uh, so like I just always said like I wasn't prepared, but I don't want to have a repeat of what I wish I would have had. You know, um, I don't want my mom or her. Or parent family or somebody like helping us raise his child like I, I really want him to have a loving mother mother and father around and uh so i knew that one of the biggest contributors um to new parents like splitting or 
having problems or development in the child is like, you know, financial capability, uh, mental capability, understanding, like uh, knowledge in general, you know? So um, I really decided that like to be the best version of myself and to create the best environment and ecosystem for our child, I was like, I can't be a loser, you know what I mean? And like, and I mean that in the most like respectful way to anybody who chose not to, you know, it's just like, I knew that my son needed what I didn't have growing up and that was stability. And so I decided that I would go dark, uh, just like get, get pretty much like restart everything eventually, but pretty much just work and grind and grind and grind and grind. Um, I took a position back where I used to like work doing door-to-door sales, which made me a lot of money in a little amount of time because I was really good at it. Um, doing alarm systems and uh, smart homes and solar energy. And I was like, man, like, I'm good at this. This is like, I can commit a lot of hours, make a lot of money, be super focused, hyper-focused. And uh, when I get enough ahead, like I can kind of connect back with the world. And uh, what I found out was one of my biggest flaws as a musician was um, being too uh, immersed into uh, the music marketing side and not as much into the creative ecosystem and i didn't have a sense of balance in my life for what i loved to do which was music like it just felt like a chore it felt like i was always going flipping through stories and reacting to them to hit like this amount of reach or algorithm i had to do this and check in as like probably more of a chore and uh, i was thinking about like one of my biggest factors in making this decision was I can't be doing this and be trying to work my grind my ass off for a child. And um, so I decided to go dark. And uh, once I started getting grounded enough, I actually lived in Ohio for the whole summer from moved from Florida to go work for the summer. Um, Company got us an apartment. My son was born in Ohio um, in late July. And we ended up moving right back to Florida at the end of the year and we were in just a lot better spot. He had literally everything my girlfriend wanted him to pretty much have. Um, like, you know, crib, stroller, like, like the dream, everything she really wanted. And, uh, I knew that she was really scared about this too. And that's a whole nother part of it. But, um, I just really wanted to try to create the best financial situation and, um, environment for her to raise our son and, uh, for her to feel comfortable doing it with somebody who she just honestly met not too long ago. So, um, yeah, I went dark and it, uh, it honestly, with first, it, it scared me. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Like, I, you know, I was like, and also I was really uncomfortable. I was like, why the heck I'm always reaching my phone, looking for Facebook on my phone. Like subconsciously, I never like really realized how wired into my phone I was. Um, and, uh, how often I just looked at my phone to look at notifications. And so, um, once he was like pretty much like once he was born, I had a bunch of music that was ready to go, and I uh, decided to just really just start working on it again. And to find out that was a very hard challenge uh, to be able to put something into what you love and um, while you're exhausted and trying to fend for sleep. <laughs> was probably one of the, the most challenging things about trying to like be a new parent. It was really frustrating, um, whether it was music or playing a video game or listening to music or sleeping, like trying to like put that around a newborn child that wakes up, like if not every hour on the hour, um, it's, it's, it's very hard. So I'm glad I really found like a center and a grounding, um, I still struggled, but I feel like I would have been so much worse off if I didn't. But, um, yeah, I uh, just recently got back on pretty much everything. Um, he's three months old, uh, released a song right after he was born. Um, and I just released this one, and now I'm back into shows and uh, figuring it out. Figuring it out. But, uh, cap, it's just really hard. But you can always find time if you, like, just kind of, like, take a step back and and create a schedule and everything really honestly yeah it's it's also really hard yeah i respect the hustle man sorry i didn't mean to cut you off i just want to say i respect the. the, oh you're good because i know i know that's a lot of work like i'm not a parent but i just uh my my brother has um 
a seven-year-old, soon to be eight-year-old, and a five-year-old, soon to be six-year-old next year. And so with them being two years apart and, you know, him and my sister-in-law both work, like it's, it's a lot, man. Like, you know, even, even when I'm just hanging out with them, when I go home for the holidays and stuff, like it's, I, I love them. It's great to see them, but I'm like, holy shnikes. Like it's a whole different, it's a whole different ball game when they're yours 24 seven, man. So. Um, oh yeah. There's no, like, go back to your mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At all. Yeah. At all. <laughs> it's it's well, overwhelming. One thing that you touched on Colton, um, that, that it's, it's actually been kind of a theme uh, on, on several episodes this year that I've, um, that I've talked to guests about, which is that balance with musicians of basically being the business owners too. I mean, back in the day, I'm sure that your artists, I mean, everybody did the DIY thing or, or at least the bands who hustled did right. You know, back in the day before the internet, you, you would go around town, you, you pass out flyers, you put them up at every school on every, you know, every wall, every whole telephone pole, you know, everything. Right. Um, so, so that hustle and that DIY mentality was there back in the day. I remember listening to a, a conversation of Eddie Van Halen talking about that, about how they just hustled and hustled and hustled. And it's, it's crazy to think that at one point Van Halen was playing cover songs to to pay the bills and, and get the respect and get the stage time. You know what I mean? But they had to do that before right. the Van Halen that everybody else knows. But but nowadays that has morphed into you mentioned the the social media aspect of it, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, and and following up with I mean, even even me with my podcast, I haven't spent a ton of money at all trying to market the podcast. A, a lot of it's been organic growth or, or me following people who I think might like the page or following other bands. And, and, and eventually you get cool people like you on and you hope it spreads by word of mouth, which has been part of it too. I have bands on and they tell their, their other bands or their other musicians, which is cool. But anyway, like that balance, dude, how are, are you, are you still, do you feel like the the time you had apart from, getting off social media and taking care of business with your son being born with your girlfriend. What's that? How has that changed your perspective on that marketing aspect of it? Do you feel like you have a better grasp on it now? Or are you still trying to manage it? Cause just from the bands and artists that I talk to, I know there's a lot that goes into it as far as getting on playlists, getting people who are actually following your page. Oh. And it's a ton of work. Yeah. I mean, where, where, like, so, so that's actually really good that you touched on that because that's actually something I, I honestly have been like talking to a lot of, like, I've had a, a decent bit of like friends who've seen kind of like a little bit of growth with us. Like, we're we're not doing anything crazy right now. Like, you know, we're just kind of starting to get some like traction on Spotify and like Instagram is like kind of boosted up here a little bit and like I'm and like getting back to where I was, you know, and like. So the fast like track growth to like starting over is super overwhelming to some people. So I've had a lot of people hit me up about like the hustle and the grind, like how are you doing it? And like so so small like scale to like jumping right back to where you were when you left off. And uh that was something I wanted to touch on actually. Like I think that one of the hardest things as musicians nowadays is literally just go to TikTok and type in what genre as a hashtag and musician after it and you will find more quality music recording that's like been done in their basement been done in their office they've learned to mix dude there is an endless amount of music more now than ever at the fingertips like you literally can find so much music and it's so overwhelming uh because because it's so hard number one as an artist to be found now there's such an oversaturation and there's so many people that um are just posting music all the time and it's not hard to get a quality recording anymore and on t- not only on top of that it's like now it comes down to marketing well you have to learn all these algorithms and all these things and all this hustle it's not like back in the day where like which honestly like i think this is harder when people would go around and just literally like hand out flyers show flyers eps tapes like really had to like approach somebody and be a sellable reason to like why to listen to music to somebody else. Like you had to look the part, play the part, record the sound, the part, if they gave you gave them the tape and listen to it, that'd be good. Like there's so much to like the physical in-person part of it. Now you go record like 30 little videos, you singing your song or mouse singing it, put it up. And like, 
you hope a bunch of people like find it you know there's a lot of ways to like make sure people do but it, it's crazy and so now i think it's so easy in a world where we have everything at our fingertips for people to be found but it's also such a chore to get found and it's it's overwhelming you know like there's so many people doing scammy ways to like get plays or views or so many things and you can hurt yourself so bad doing one wrong thing and uh there's so many different ways people say to skin a cat and a lot of them are the wrong way. And, um, I've recently like found a way to kind of like balance, like how to get on like playlists or how to release or create a quality release plan, but also like be consistent. Um, but yeah, it's dude, it's been, it's one of those things where now like it, it can be very overwhelming, not only when you have as much time as a single person, but like, or have a relationship to also like nurture, but now putting all that time into marketing your own music, it's not about just playing shows anymore. It's not about touring. Like, uh, it's strong opinion, but, like, touring is almost like a waste of money now. I it, it mean, it is. Like, it's a huge waste of money as far as, like, growing fans. Like, you'll gain five or ten, but you got to have promoters that are good. Like, it's really hard. Now the way that a lot, I see a lot of artists blowing up is on TikTok. And then they go play a show, like after their hundreds of thousands of followers, they drop a tour and everybody sees they're on TikTok and they've listened to their music and their plays have gone up and now they're looking for their shows. It is crazy. So like having that feeling and that sense of like, you have to, you have to all the time. Like, it's like your brain, you're demanding it to have to do something. It's this pressure. And you're like, well, everyone's doing this and I'm not there yet. And you're comparing yourself it makes it so easy nowadays to forget why you're doing it in the first place. And like, that's the love for your music. like love for the passion of music. It's not to like, it's not to say that like, you know, you, the money isn't great beside it and the ways that there's ways to earn money now, but it's like, when you get to that point, it's like so easy to just burn out. And uh, when I took that break from being online all the time and scrolling through mindlessly on social media to think I needed to like watch as many stories to get this many people to view my stuff like I realized like none of that is actually benefiting me and it's stressing me out more because like they're not it's not actual quality like like engagement and, and anyway long story short like I nowadays it's so easy for a musician to be found but it's so hard for like musicians to push themselves to get found um and there's so much more you have to do on like online and so many more things you have to know and so just walking up to like a college campus and handing out your tape you know what i mean and like i i never even did that because i'm not old enough to know what that is but like it's just crazy to like think nowadays there's so much music at the palms of our finger and like, our fingertips and in our hands that like it's 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 so saturated it's everybody's in this big pond together to get found is, is so hard nowadays. But if you do, you get lucky, you know, and you start hitting these algorithms, right. And you start doing the right things and you maintain like a, like a system and you find the right thing and get with the right people. Like you can kind of skyrocket your success, but it's no, there's no fast way. I think that's another thing that's portrayed now is, you know, people like see this person who randomly blew up on TikTok and now they got this many thousands of streams or hundreds of thousands and they TikTok is the only way to go. Like, you can do that, but like the majority of people that you see randomly blow up have been doing it for years. Um, like Dropout Kings, those guys have been around like freaking hustling their butt off for years. And I'm like, Adam and I share the last same last name. People ask me all the time, are you related? And I'm like, no. <laughs> but it's the funniest thing because like before they were even on their current label, like I remember Ad somebody told me to go check him out because they had the same last name and he had like, few thousand followers you know and they weren't in the millions of streams yet they had like thousands you know like on a couple songs and like it was crazy to me that like you know that was i think i was even like close to like maybe like eight seven eight years ago and these guys you see them now and they're like getting all this success and if you just come in to like seeing who they are opening for mgk and like playing all these big tours overseas and uh it's just like oh wow you know like i just found this band and what people don't realize is they've been hustling for years to get to where they're at and so where this instant gratification has come a long way into our lives now, where it's like everything is so instantly gratifying. 
we start thinking that every career needs to blow up now and do I need to do this or I need to post this TikTok and it becomes a massive load of anxiety and there's no grounding anymore. You're just like feeling like you're a slave to social media. Yeah, man, it's, it's a trip. I mean, even, even with this podcast, like I, I started this podcast actually 10 years ago when, when I used to call it Bauman's Breakdown, which was the name of my, my column I had in the high school paper, um, qualified that under the nerdiest thing you've heard today. But, um, but I, I rebranded it with March 4th with the, the theme of perseverance and moving forward a year before the pandemic. And then once the pandemic happened, that's when I was like, there's no better time than now to really get back into it. But it's, and, and I, I kind of did it part and parcel, you know, throughout my twenties and I'm, I'm 34 now. And sometimes I kick myself. I'm like, man, I started it back in 2012. Like I was one of the, I, I was one of the first people going over the the mountaintop. There was only, you know, a few thousand po- podcasts at that time. And now there's millions. So, you know, kind of in a similar vein, you know, there, there's a lot of choices now w- with podcasts and a lot of the really successful ones are famous people. They're, they're people who, who came from whether it's comedy or film or, you know, famous athletes, there are people who who had platforms already, and then they're getting into the podcast space. And I listen to a lot of them. Like I, I love Dana Carvey and David Spade, so I love their podcast. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've I've been listening to Joe Rogan for a long time since probably 2013, 14. You know when 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 things were he was he was big then, but now he's become like the face of podcasting. You know, so. Um, so yeah, man, I, I feel you, and and I, I don't feel like I've even really scratched the surface of the marketing stuff. But but like you said, there's only so many hours in the day. Even though I'm a single dude, I work full time uh, in healthcare during the day in supply chain, and have that the demands of that. And obviously, I'm still a a, a family member. I'm still a friend, and then I do this outside right. of because I really love it. So for for me, I've just been focused on more so my content and consistency. Because to me, at the end of the day, like, like you said, if you don't love what you do, then it doesn't, it doesn't matter. So for me, it's about, I want to make sure that when people come on the show, they have a good time. And when the guests listen to the show, they get something out of it. You know what I mean? And that's, so that's that's kind of how I've, I've been trying to approach it. But I also know I'm at a point where it's, if I really want to grow, I do have to put more time into either getting somebody to help the aspect of it, or just really, really spending like the the dark hours, you know, like you're talking about where it's like, man, you know, we all, we all need to rest and get sleep, but it's like, I'm, I know I'm going to have to, to grind it out more in the marketing side of things. If I right. really don't grow, you know? Right. And, and the hardest thing is like, I'm not saying that like that isn't, you know, and that's another thing is like that those days and those nights that hustle, like you do have to have the grit to be able to do it. There's just a point where it becomes like, where you're just going to burn out, you know, you just got to sometimes take a step back and like, just appreciate like what life is outside of like, and why you fell in love with music in the first place. Kind of like sometimes when you're about to burn out, you need to, you just need to fall in love with what you love again. And I did that with music. And now like, it's more fun for me. And like, I love what I'm doing instead of like feeling like I'm against all these deadlines and dates and have tos and pressures. And so, yeah, I mean, like, it is, it is one of those things where like you have a family and friends, a life like outside of this. And sometimes it becomes like, that's all you, you like intermingle like your music and your podcast or whatever your art form is into your life so much that like you become too obsessed with it and not connected to like your actual life and people in it anymore. And so, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's like one of the things where just like you got to remember to hustle, but there's life outside the hustle and there's like a balance and finding that balance is key. And I think it's going to be the way that we promote music nowadays, like in the way it is to get everything discovered. I, I just genuinely feel like it's going to be harder and harder all the time um, for people to actually have lives and they just need to find a balance. Otherwise, when they do make it or if they do make it big, they're going to have a hard time like not being depressed. And you know what I mean? Like they're not going to love what they're, they made it any where they made it anymore. Um, it's just going to feel like burnout. For sure. And, and also not making music to please algorithms, you know, not, not letting artificial intelligence dictate 
how music gets made and make yes. it from the heart. And I think that's going to be an interesting yeah. response too, you know? Huge, 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 huge. Like I genuinely think that a lot of people now are, um, there's like so much I got to fit in um, or I got to do something for the social media, for the TikTok, for the this trend or that trend or write like this or write like that, sound like this or sound like that. And uh, one of the biggest things that like I took away with this project, like this, this, like is it, is, like I would say band, like I, it's not even really like I have a, I like have members of a band, but it was like only a couple of like one of them is like super permanent. Like he started, he's been with me for eight years. Like the other, I like I put in touring members. Like I have an arsenal of people that just flip in, you know. And so it's like um, when I started this project, like I looked at all the ways I failed in the past and there's like burnout or too much pressure or um you know like disagreements writing conflicts and i was like look if i can write everything myself have no genre like exclusivity i'll write a metalcore song a pop punk song i'll mix metalcore and, and hip-hop pop punk like all that together like if i can do that the way i want to do it i have no limit and that creates like a diversity in me versus the way that everyone's trying to follow a trend um, or sound like the next artist. And um, I think that that's one thing that like taking away is like, yeah, you said like you go on TikTok and I can't tell you how many people like create for the ability for you to buy a vocal preset that literally makes you sound so simple, like creates the same tonality and effects um, as other artists. You know, you still got to have talent and ability but it's like crazy. You don't have to learn or go to a studio to find quality, like quality vocal mixes anymore. Um, even on the low caliber level, like to get something super high quality you do, but like you can create some insane, like vocal, like, like just downloading a YouTube beat and like a vocal preset and plugging in an interface for $300. You can create a free freaking solid level recording and then watching tutorials on how to level things on YouTube. Like it's very easy for people to mimic something nowadays and it creates like no originality. And I think that's where a lot of artists are saturating themselves in such a small pond of big fish because everybody sounds the same and it's hard to like breathe and get out of that little rat race and you're writing it for an algorithm or for a sound. And then when you change up, everyone hates it. Like he's like, Oh, I thought what I found you doing in the first place. And now you're releasing something else. And it's like what you want to do. And then you, releasing music to please people instead of yourself. And uh, it's just crazy to me how many people I like went on the other day and like, I'm trying to think of like who he sounds like, but I found like six artists in a row that just sounded exactly think it's like St. John or whatever. It's like that raspy, like deep, like mid vocal, like stuff over like really like slow, like beat. And it's like, I was like, God, dude, like, everyone sounds like this now and like the guy who originally did it now he's at the top of the game doing it now everyone's just trying to be him so it's like or like this new wave pop punk like there's so much diversity but a lot of people are trying to sound like xyz or little lotus or sound like this or sound like that or be like blink 182 again since they're been like you'll see a wave of that now like sounding like blink or writing blink style stuff and it's like that's cool but like when you start putting yourself in a box you're just never going to be anything more than mid-level. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, you're never going to be happy doing what you love. Yeah. And at the end of the day, right, there's only, there's only one blink. And I, I think that's something that's important is that the cream yeah. rises to the top. Right. I mean, even, even when, when post right. Malone broke through, it's because that dude's vibrato and his vocal, like what he does with his voice, it's, it's, it's pretty one of a kind. Insane. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm sure there's there's effects and stuff they use, but when you when I heard that dude sing on on Howard Stern a few months back when his album was coming out, uh, which which is my favorite record from him so far is his latest record. Um, especially the second half of it. The Hollywood is, bleeding. Um Twelve Carat Two Thing. Oh, what's the album you're talking about? 12 oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. There's um I, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, but like the second half of that is it's it gets it gets dark at times and i kind of gravitate towards that stuff because it's like catharsis for me for all that you know the crap we keep inside like i can tell from the music you, you make and the conversations we've had before now like you know that's how we get it out right like for you it's music for me it's these conversations and 
But anyway, like, right. You could, like you said, somebody out there could probably have the technology to, to make a post Malone knockoff. But at the end of the day, nobody wants to hear a post Malone knockoff. They want to hear post Malone, you know, because nobody sounds right. Or or like dropout Kings. When, when, when glitch gang came out, people were just like, Whoa, you know, cause it was, it was, they, they, yeah, they could find trap and metal. And, and there was a point where people hated on new metal and now new metal's cool again. Like I, you know, people used to hate on Limp Bizkit so bad. Like that became one of those bands. That for- Dude, right? And now, but if you went and saw Limp Bizkit live, like you wouldn't want to play after Limp Bizkit, all these bands that turn their nose up and then it was like, okay, go follow Limp Bizkit, go follow them. Tell me, tell me if you can top what they just did. And now new right. cool again. So, and like you said, then you have uh, MGK, Swaco, all these artists now yeah. coming back. So it's cool to see the resurgence of it, but I just, you know, I hope artists just at the end of the day can make the stuff that they really love to make, because at the end of the day, that's, what's going to break you through. It's going to be our, 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 you have the talent and, and, and do you have something unique to say? I mean, look at Spirit Box. That's another example of like what you were talking about. They didn't do a bunch of touring and stuff. Yeah. They just, they they were really talented. They, they had other bands before. And then when they came together, there was just that synergy. And I feel like Courtney LaPlante's voice is like a, a great bridge between, you know, Amy Lee and the Evanescence stuff, but also for all the fans today who love that gent and the hardcore vocals and those like death screams, it's, it's the perfect marriage of those two things because they also are melodic too. You know what I'm saying? So it's a long way of saying right. people just got to make what they love to make, man, you know, and that's coming from the guy who exactly, about marketing. So maybe I don't know what I'm talking about, but yeah. I just don't want to see people try to, We'll try to make music to follow algorithms because at the end of the day, there's only, like you said, there's one St. John, there's one Post Malone, there's one Blink-182, and playing music that sounds like that might get you on those tours, but my advice to people, not that they ask for it, would just be, if if you're making music that sounds like Blink, do it because you love you love that music, not because you're trying to catch a wave. Because you're only going to ride that wave for so long, right. you burn out. You know what I mean? Yeah, until it, until it hits, it, yeah, until it hits the shore and levels out, and there's a bigger wave that like that pulls right back over you. You know what I mean? Like it's it's one of those like, and that's so key. Yes, exactly. Like you said, there's only one blink. There's only so like when Dropout Kings drop. Like I remember when they dropped Virus. They they got so much like people saying like is this Lincoln park? Is this Lincoln park? Is this like, like so many people. And then like, then like the rapping comes in on the song and like, it's just so unique and like handcrafted and carved to them. And it's been what they've been doing. Right. It just surfaced during a wave or like, I get, I see so many people and like, like there's a lot of like accusations against MGK, but all of that aside, like i love this new wave of pop punk like it's so sick and there's so much diversity the single the solo artist has become the new band you know what i mean and like sure uh like like you just said uh swaco doing a song with all this genre bending is insane he's doing a country like alternative song now like with a country artist i don't that just literally dropped like three tiktoks about that and um you got guys like um uh there's a, there's a guy I, have a, I can't remember his name he always shows up on my for you he just did a song with atlas uh remix of one of his songs and then you got connor price who's like dropping songs every two weeks and it's like jack harlow rap kind of in a way but like he's still his own thing and like there's so many different like styles of music right now that are like resurfacing i've been running into a lot more like urban hip-hop style beats and like what I'm getting at is like, there's so much room in so many genres to collab and collide right now and create this like huge new like bend. And it's exciting, this new fusion and it's so exciting. And I feel like for the first time in a long time, we see a lot of like, instead of genre shaming, we see a lot of like genre collaboration. And like, I have uh, like under like some, I haven't like really been pushing any of this by the time this comes out, like a lot of it will be pushed, but, I have like four or five features lined up and all of them are totally like different style people. Like I have a, a guy that's like, has like the kind of emo, emo rap style doing in a pop punk song with me, which is typical collab, right? In this new wave of pop punk. And then I have 
um, a, a guy who does like really heavy rock music, um, like radio, like heavy rock, um, like some, like when I say heavy, I don't mean like metalcore and deathcore. I'm not like heavier rock um, going in a song with me. And then I have an artist from Wiz Khalifa's label uh, doing a song with me. And it's like, and he's just like more like rap, like stuff too. And then I have another guy um, recently who does more like country alternative that is doing a song with me. And so I'm like not limiting myself to like just being one style. Like when I released Bad Intentions, people were like, are you doing more like rap, rock, metalcore? And I'm like, no, I'm just releasing music. It was fun. And, uh, you know, it's Love that one too. Again, it's just hard. Thank you, man. That was honestly a stretch for my voice. Like I've always done metalcore vocals and stuff, but it was like going to that to clean singing live, going to the end of the like rapping. It was like, how do I not sound corny? And then how do I make sure I have enough <laughs> breath to like do the screaming and then go into clean and like the transition into like actual like clean vocals? It is a, it is a shit show at first. So my first show, I literally did that song first. And like, how the hell am I supposed to survive the rest of my 35 minute set? Like, this is insane. Uh, but it's, it's just like, I think it's the coolest thing that anybody could do right now is, is just be authentic. And then like, when you do that and you're submitting to playlists and stuff, like you're also putting yourself in a perspective where it's like, you can fit into more playlists and more genres and, and more things. And it's just kind of cool. Like, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's so crazy nowadays, like what genres are working together and it's just kind of cool. Yeah, man. Well, Colton, uh, I, I told you I, I let you go at seven my time, and I've kept you like ten minutes over. So I don't want to, I don't want to keep you too much longer, man, because I know you've been working all day and you've got your lady and your baby waiting for you. But I just wanted to say, dude, I, I really love the new stuff that you're doing. Like, like you were just touching on from my Novocaine, bad intentions, having like that heavier, darker vibe, but also mixing in the hip hop elements with ascendance. Um, I tend to gravitate towards the heavier stuff just because you know I'm a headbanger at heart. But I really love the the latest single, Forget You. And and as you mentioned, um, the week that this comes out, you've got a sold-out show coming up. This will be Tuesday as people are hearing this. So the sold-out show is, is going to be, what, Saturday? And then there's going to be a new song Friday. So I'm really excited for um, for, for yeah. what's going to be coming down the pike. But not to spoil it, but just to give a teaser before we wrap up here, what, what can you tell people about the one that they'll be hearing this Friday that drops? This is uh, definitely a, uh, definitely probably actually one of my favorite, mostly like tongue in cheek lyric uh, pop punk songs that I've ever released. Um, the beginning of it, it's like it hypes me up. Like hearing my own song, I don't get hyped up by my own music, but like um, I collabed with uh, Bipolar again on this song. He actually plays bass for me. So it was just really cool to like collab on a song like this, but um, very like tongue in cheek lyrics. Uh, angsty, pop punky, Blink One Eighty Two soundy, like just everything, everything that I've ever released um, in the pop punk genre. Uh, but a little bit, just add a little bit more over the top pop punk and uh, angst, and it's in like uh, it's really, it's really fun. Um, it's really catchy, very vibey, very light. Like you could pretty much play it around any of your friends that would have like turned on the mainstream radio, and they'd be like, "What is this? This is catchy." um but uh really excited really really excited to release that one um and i'm posting some teasers um there'll be some teasers up by the time this comes out already i've already posted one um so i'm pretty excited sweet man well cold it's it's great to catch up with you man i'm glad everything's going well i really dig the new stuff and i'm not just saying that because you you took the time to come on here man like you're a talented cat and uh, and I and again I respect the hell out of you for um even though I was a little worried about you I, I respect the hell out of you for for going dark on uh, social media and everything and taking care of business with your baby and, your baby and stuff man I think uh, I I just think that's really admirable there's like you said there's a lot of people that uh, and I don't pass judgment on anybody but I think there's there's a lot of people that come from you know single parent households or, or like you said being, being raised by your grandparents. And, I respect that the heck out of you know parents you know stepping up when when people have kids young and stuff but uh to to come from what you came from and, and recognize what you wanted to be as a father and as a partner I, I just think that's really dope man so kudos to you 
yeah. definitely keep in touch. And um, I will obviously share it on the podcast description for people listening. But if people aren't familiar with you, man, let them know where they can find you. Yeah, so um, Instagram, you can find us under Bad Mentality US. Um, on uh, Facebook, you can just search BBD Mentality. So the V is different. Than it's just a V instead of an A. So BBD Mentality US at, on Instagram. Uh, BBD Mentality on Spotify, all streaming sites, YouTube. Um, and then you can find us on Facebook just under BBD Mentality. Um, TikTok, same thing there. Uh, BBD Mentality uh, US. Um, pretty much everything is the same. Um, I'll give you a link tree that you could put in like the the comments as well, so people can just click on it. Um, our merch and everything, and streaming platforms, and everything is in one link, so you can check it all out in one place. But um, yeah, I mean, and if you're in Jacksonville listening to this, I know I'll be sharing it around. So if you're in Jacksonville, um, we have a couple shows coming up in the early next year. We're about to play a sold out one on Saturday, so. Uh, after that, we'll have some more stuff coming out. So obviously, like, keep an eye on our socials for shows, merch, and uh, everything else. Sweet. Well, Colton, thanks again so much for taking the time, dude. It's always great catching up with you, and um, definitely keep in touch. Keep doing your thing, man. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for having me again. I really, really appreciate you like giving this space and this platform for me to be on. <laughs> There you have it. That was my conversation with Colton Ramey, a.k.a. Bad Mentality. Make sure you go follow him on Instagram at Bad Mentality US, and that is bad spelled B-V-D. And also scroll down to the bottom of the podcast description for this episode. I will have the link tree to all of his stuff so you can keep up to date with Colton and his new music releases, his shows, his merch, everything he's got going on please go support this dude once again his latest single forget you featuring bipolar is out now he's got another single that he's going to be dropping i believe at the end of this week at the time this episode comes out so make sure you go support this dude and once again if you're in florida you're in the southeast i don't know if the show this weekend i believe he's got a show coming up this weekend if it's sold out or not i think it might be but if not just hit him up shoot him a dm and uh see if maybe he can get you in but uh yeah man go support colton Again, it was great to catch up with him, Colton. Dude, I I have a ton of respect for you, dude. I think it's awesome that you recognize the importance, like you talked about, especially from your upbringing of just wanting to be a good dad and a good father and be there for your girl and be there for your kid and take that time to really get everything situated so that you guys could have stability and give that stability and that loving home for your child, man. I think that's a beautiful thing. And I'm just so happy that everything's okay. Like we talked about, man, when you went dark, I was like, man, is this dude all right? Is everything cool? You know, and at the end of the day, I talked to him a couple of times that obviously we don't we don't know each other super well. Right. So your mind goes all kinds of places. And unfortunately for me, I always go to like the worst case scenario. So I'm like, dude, is, is this dude all right? Is he in trouble? Is everything OK? So I'm glad to hear that uh, him going dark on social media was just because he was trying to get his priorities in order and be a good father. I think that that's really noble and really awesome. And I'm really happy for this dude that him and his girl have a healthy baby, that his music is doing well that he's he's playing sold out shows and and really building his name as an artist so if you love pop punk uh, if you love metalcore if you love heartfelt lyrics this guy's got all that in there and and i like we talked about i think it's cool that he's mixing different influences uh forget you is definitely in that pop punk vein so if you guys are are on that wave and you really love those artists whether it's swayco or machine gun kelly or blink 182 you name them right um I really think you'll dig Forget You from from Bad Mentality and Bipolar. But yeah, man, great to catch up with the dude. Glad he's happy, glad he's healthy, and I really hope you guys go support him. So once again, go follow him on Instagram at Bad Mentality US. That is bad with a V. That will be in the podcast description, that link for his IG. And check out his link tree as well for everything he's got. He's got some dope merch that he just dropped as well that's coming up. Uh, you can check out the designs on his Instagram page. And yeah, man, go support this dude. Run up the singles. And as for me, once again, you can follow me on Instagram at March4thPod, on Twitter at Mike V. Bauman. The host site is March4th.podbean.com, and my link tree is also in the podcast description. And even though I hate, be- uh, excuse me, hate begging for, for likes and subs and stuff, 
One thing that really helps out my show, you guys, is if you take the time to like and subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. I know on Spotify and Apple, those are two of the services where you can listen to this podcast. They give you the opportunity to leave uh, a rating. And, a, um, and I know on Apple, you can actually leave a comment. You can leave a review. And it's like a five-star system. So hopefully you wouldn't take the time to leave one star if you thought I stunk on ice. But uh If you would be so kind to leave a rating and a review, that helps the podcast rank higher and it ultimately gets these conversations out to more people. And that's what I want, man. I want more people to discover Colton's music. You know, this is a dude who has had an interesting path in his life and we've had some really good conversations. And I definitely think he's somebody who has a good heart and means well and he's very driven and he's he's very talented, man. You know, the the proof is in the pudding when you look at the streams and and the numbers that his singles are doing and I'm I'm really happy for this dude. So I hope you go check this dude out, and I hope his story, too, um, is is motivation for you guys to chase your dreams as well, whether it's music, whether it's art, whether it's baking, cooking. Maybe you want to get in some shape uh, and, and get try to get in, like, that Marvel shape, you know, which I, I – quick quick aside, man, like, I've always been a thin dude, and I've, I still rock these bird legs that I got, these flamingo legs. I, I will tell anybody up and down, calves are genetic. I could I could do legs every day, all day, and I would still not have – big old rocks in my calves but i digress but it's funny though like you see those marvel characters you're like man it would be cool to just be like super jacked like that once man you know if i looked like captain america once but then i'm like well but that dude also has all of the studio money to have all the personal trainers and chefs and people cooking meals and all that stuff you know what i'm saying like i can't afford all that um so i'm cool man i'm just trying to maintain i'm 34 i'm just trying to stay in good shape where it's like i feel good mentally and physically i just I'm, I'm I'm comfortable being in my in my bathing suit. You know what I'm saying? That's really my only motivation for working out. It's like it's good for my mental health. Excuse me. And and on the rare occasion that you know my white ghostly body is is uh, is out in public on a beach, I just want to make sure that I'm you know I feel good about only having a bathing suit on with that SPF 50. I digress. But my big point in saying all that, I go off on tangents as you guys can tell, is just um, whatever goals that you have. Now is a great time to really start thinking about that as we close out the last two months of the year. And in fact, we're, we're already almost halfway through November. So we've got a month and a half left in, in 2022. So if it has been a difficult year for you, um, just know that it gets better. 2021 was the worst year of my life. And I'm not even saying that to be dramatic. It really was. I went through a horrible breakup. Uh, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of death around me. And I say a lot because it was, it was way more than, than any any singular year of my life in terms of the people around me that were dying. It was very challenging. It was very challenging, but I had this podcast to look forward to. I have my close friends and family who were there for me to pick me up on my, my darkest days. Um, and, and I, I focused on taking care of myself physically because, because like I was just saying, you know, exercise is, is, is a really good thing for my mental health as well. It's not something that's just a vanity thing for me because physically I want to be attractive. It, it really is something where, I feel a lot better when uh, I feel physically capable, you know, and and, uh, and feeling yourself get stronger, seeing yourself get results, you know, and and since I went through everything, um, this is the shape that I'm in now is the the best shape that I've been in 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 a couple of years, really, you know, at least three years, so if not longer. So, you know, just take care of yourselves, you guys. Be good to each other. Love yourselves. Love one another, regardless of race or religion political views you know what i'm saying we we need to get back to being able to you know have conversations with each other without uh having to agree on everything you know what i'm saying we, we got to get back to being able to peacefully agree we got to get back to being able to listen and not just wait for our turn to speak but really listen to 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 understand each other and 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 you know be open to open or excuse me to, to different viewpoints you know what i mean um, there's a lot of civil unrest there's a lot of political unrest and at the end of the day man none of that stuff you can't you can't get something good from something negative. You know what I mean. You can't go from from bad to good without wanting positive change. You know what I'm saying. You, you, hate is never gonna is never gonna create love. Love is never gonna create hate. So the only way for for us to all come together is to do exactly that. Be respectful of of people who don't look like you and don't think like you and don't have the same value system. You know, um, everybody's different. And that's what makes the United States where I live so great is, is we do have the, the freedoms of 
different religions and different viewpoints and stuff. But there's a lot of people talking at each other, man. And, and even me, you know, there's been times where, you know, people close to me who, who don't think the same as me, we've gotten into it. I'm like, you know, what, this is dumb. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're all, I love you guys. You guys love me. Why are we arguing about this dumb stuff? Let's not even go there. If you know what I mean? But, but if we do go there, let's be able to, to, to actually have a discussion and not just like get upset with each other. You know what I mean? So just be good to each other, man. I say it at the end of every show as a tribute to my gramp, keep the faith and be kind of one another. And I really mean it. This, this world truly needs more love. I'm trying to use this podcast to spread it and to inspire. And, um, I hope that you guys, uh, you know, if there's anything you take away from this, jam some bad mentality and, uh, be good to each other. So on that note, I'm going to say, keep the faith and be kind to one another. Courtesy of Colton, AKA bad mentality. Here is his latest single with bipolar called forget you. Peace. Yeah, I-